Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, the community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. How's everybody doing? I just want to take a little time for a few announcements before we got into today's episode. First, thank you so much for the continued support as we grow. We have crossed 20,000 downloads, and that's because of each and every one of you. Um, So I truly appreciate you going out every week and downloading this. So if you haven't sent it to a friend, have them subscribe, keep liking it. Keep listening. And again, thank you so much. We have been downloaded in 41 different countries. So that's just a testament to this global message and this understanding that we're helping to spread for people to have a a life that they really love and one they can enjoy. Also wanted to announce the first public showing of new Sydney Banks videos. So the 3PGC and the 3PUK are thrilled and they're really going to invite you to a red carpet viewing of newly edited Sydney Banks videos that were taped years before his death. So this is the first of four or more free webinars in the series and it will be on air in different time zones to make it convenient for people around the globe to join. The premiere will feature Sydney Banks Salt Spring Island interview on Sunday, October 17th, 2 p.m. London, and 2 p.m. Pacific. We will watch them together, introduced by a panel discussion. Okay, so go out to the website and register for the webinar. Again, go out, register for the Sydney Bank Salt Spring Island interview Sunday, October 17th, 2 p.m. BST and 2 p.m. Pacific. And without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, um, as always, in for an amazing treat, but we have a global ambassador here with us today. Um, She's an author. She's a coach. She's a leadership trainer. She's an organization change facilitator. She is a psychotherapist. She's a pioneer of the Denmark 3P community and a member of the 3P Global Community Board. Ladies and gentlemen, Natasha Swartloff. How you doing? Good. Great to see you, Rob. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's so much to talk about. I, I can't wait to get you started and let them hear why, oh, why we um, invited you. But I, I really just, me, just me being Rob, as, as silly as can be, help me understand, uh, you know, what's a, what's a psychotherapist? Let's just go there for <laughs> Yeah, you're right. A psychotherapist. Well, um, when I when I was done with school, I was looking into I love psychology and I was looking at going to psychology um, studies at university. Um, and I just realized that the whole focus of psychology was who's ill? What are the different kinds of, of mental disease there is? And I, I wasn't interested in that. I was interested mm-hmm. in working with healthy people who have normal problems, relationship problems, a little anxiety, depression, all of these things that are 
pretty normal for most people. And so I decided to go for that rather than the um, psychology um, course. Ah, so so in all actuality, a psychotherapist is is almost a totally different profession in a sense. Yeah. It or looks career more, lane, maybe is a better way to say it. Yeah, it looks more at, at the health in people than the sickness in people. And, and that attracted me very much. Oh, well, I, I think I want to be a psychotherapist. I like that. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to play with that. But I mean, going back, one of the, the things that I learned first about you is just the amount of work you have put into the Denmark area. So let's go back to, we could start with baby Natasha if you want, <laughs> or young Natasha. Let's go young Natasha, and because you're born and raised there too. I am, yes. I'm, I'm yeah. born in Denmark uh, with a British father and a Danish mom. And um, I was finished with my psychotherapy training at 25 and started my own company. And very quickly, very quickly, within a couple of years, um, I went from being a psychotherapist and, and having my own clinic to becoming a consultant in companies. So I was 27 going out there and speaking about communication skills and how to thrive in business and uh, lots about communication skills as well. So it was more of a skills based trainings that I did at the time. But I kept on having a, a spiritual interest. So uh, when I was not working, I was reading spiritual books, going to spiritual courses. I, I was meditating. I was teaching meditation and Tai Chi. So my, 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 um, it felt like two sides of me, the, the business side and then the, uh, the psychological or, or spiritual side, yeah. which, which was fascinating to me. And I was on a search. I was looking and longing for finding something that would uh, sort of, have a bridge between the spiritual and the psychological or the spiritual and the, and the, uh, the business part of me. And I was looking and looking for years. And it wasn't until I was 42 years old that um, a, an English friend of mine um, talked to me about three principles. And at the time I went, you know, I've, I've done everything. I've seen everything. I've read everything. <laughs> I haven't heard about those three principles. So, you know, you know what kind of stuff could that be but she um, brought me to London I went to my first training with uh, Michael Neal uh, coaching from the inside out and I was fascinated I I was really looking to find out what's the guy doing it looked like magic because I could see these transformations and my mind was very busy trying to figure out what what is he doing yeah. what, are the, what are the steps and I couldn't see them and, um, and so that, that led me to continue down this path. And I started to, uh, the next training I went to with, was with Aaron Turner in Sweden and then on and on and on. And then on, I met um, Dick and Bettinger in 2014 in uh, London at the conference. And after hearing him speak, I just knew that I had found my teacher and I knew yeah. that I had found what I'd been searching for. I, I heard in his talk, the bridge between the spiritual and the psychological and I fell in love with that so that's been my path ever since oh man Dick can Dick can I mean he uh, it's so often on episodes when people talk about Dick and they talk about his voice or when he says something or I remember what he said this the the beauty and softness uh -huh. in him is amazing and I also I, I love Michael as well obviously he was my my entry 
induction in, into the principles as well. That is so cool. So you you then take not only do you take it on though, you begin to build a community there for it. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. So in I think in, in 2015, uh, a colleague and friend of mine, Mass Quist, he uh, got in touch. Also, uh, business and three principles together. He said, um, you know, there's there's a little bit of people in this area of the country and some in that area of the country, and we're kind of spread out. How about building a community so we can get together and, and start having conversations with each other instead of just, you know, a little bit here and there. So I said, sure. So we got together, I think five of us, and we started having meetings regularly. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a big job building a website, talking about what do we want, what do we dream of? Yeah, <laughs> it, took, it took two years to build it. So over a two-year period um, and with, uh, with, with lots of work, we finally got the website up. We had thought about what kind of things, activities we wanted to connect people with, and we started up. So the three principles Danish community started in 2017, uh, and just, you know, with maybe 30 people or so. But then it's been growing and, and it's really exploding, especially the past couple of years during COVID. Um, we now have a Facebook group, which has more than 1,500 people. Oh, and, the actual, wow. and the actual association has uh, around 250 people who, who pay once a year. It's very cheap to be there. It is a nonprofit, but mm -hmm. the, the, the money that comes in goes to the administration and Zoom accounts and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to make sure to take care of the business and things. But and that that also connected with um, you and Marina connected because you all are doing this not just in your country and not just in Mexico. This is you all are taking this globally in a sense, correct? Yes. So, so um, I was the first four years I was part of the the uh, community. I was the chairman of Three Principles Danish Community, and then I was uh, invited into the board of Three Principles Global Community. So I resigned uh, as uh, chairman of the Danish community and started working um, with you and and lots of other wonderful people. And uh, Marina, who I already knew, because we both went to Supercoach Academy with Michael at the same time. Okay. So we'd be friends then. So we connected now again and and talked about how we had both built communities in our countries and she in the Spanish speaking countries, not only Mexico, but but the whole Spanish speaking community. Very impressive. And so we, we went together and went, well, how could we support communities around the world? So now we've been in touch with people from um, Germany, Norway, Sweden, um, Italy. Uh, I just today took, took contact to Australia. Um, she's taking contact to um, Prague in the, in wow. the Czech. So we, we've, we've reached out to different countries to support them in building communities so that we can get the, the word of sit out, the, this understanding that has so much hope and it brings so much healing to people's lives that we really wanna support the communities because it seems to be the place that people find it and find a community to, of people to be with. So, because so, often people, when they learn about the principles, if they're the only one in, in their family or group of friends who know about it, people kind of think they're a bit Cooks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't I know? <laughs> yes. So having someone to, to talk to and, and having somebody to, 
you know, just to share ups and downs and all this really, really matters. So we want to support that. And not only across countries, uh, we want to help have communities of, um, of people interested in abuse or uh, in um, uh, the LBGT or, or, you know, who, whoever wants to come together uh, across, um, yeah, it could be, uh, yeah, across country, but also across different kinds of themes or yeah. interests. So yeah. it could be lots of different kinds of communities. And we, we really want to support all of that. Oh, I love that. A space for everybody, you know. The universal understanding is just pointing to a a aliveness in in whatever identity you choose. Like it's up to you, you know, musician, artist, create. You know, that's all up to you. So um, I absolutely love that. We segue then into the book, coming home, uncovering the foundation of psychological well being. Now you and Dickon did that as a co project together, correct? We did, yeah. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> That was a very special collaboration that um, that we both uh, found very fruitful uh, then and, and even today. So we uh, after I meeting I met him in fourteen. Um, I went to a seminar with him a couple of weeks after meeting him in London. He was going to Sweden, so I went there with my husband and we sat on the first row and we just loved every word coming out of Dickens' mouth. So I went up to him when the seminar ended and I said, "I would like to have you as my mentor." And so he became my mentor and quite quickly in our conversations, uh, we noticed that we had a very similar way of seeing um, the, the, the spiritual aspects of life. It was so, it was sort of, we felt like we were speaking with the same mind almost. And we started to write emails to each other. So I would, every time we'd had a session, I would write to him what I'd heard in an email. He would respond to what I had heard. Then I would write something about what he just said, and then he would write back. So within four of our sessions, um, there was, you know, lots of emails, I don't know, 20, 30, 50 emails. And so on the fifth session, I, I said to him, I got this, this sense that we should write a book together. And of course, I was two years into the principles and Dickie was seven <laughs> years into the principles. <laughs> so uh, part of me went, you can't possibly ask this, this, this man, you know, to write a book with you. I mean, why would he? He could write with anyone. It just kept coming. My, my wisdom just kept uh, telling me to ask him. And so I, I uh, gathered all my courage. And on the fifth session, I said, Dickin, you know, there's all these emails and I really love what we've written. Would you like to write a book with me? And he said, I've been thinking exactly the same thing. I would love to write a book with you. I, it would be my honor, is what he oh, said. Exactly. Uh... And I couldn't even believe it. Um, so we finished our, our, our mentor uh, sessions. And, um, and then we uh, started writing. And so we wrote over almost two year period, I think it was one year and nine months until the book was born. Uh, living so far apart, um, we were able to, we actually over a two year period, we able to spend around 80 days in the same room so we could actually sit next to each other and write. But most of the time it was uh, over Skype and Zoom. And uh, what, what we would do, we would often say, okay, what do you think about ego? And then we would both write about it. We would like set each other an assignment. Like, what do you think about ego? We would write something, both of us, and then we would compare notes. And then we would have a conversation about it. And through the conversation, something would crystallize 
that was both of our ideas. Oh, that is a beautiful process. It really was. And what it means is that the book is written in one voice. Yeah. It's neither Dickens nor mine. It's Wisdom's voice because Wisdom kept coming through both of us in a way that was unanimous, that was completely aligned. Um, so we never had any arguments or discussions around what we were going to write. We simply waited until there was this feeling, oh, now we have it. So it was the most beautiful process I've ever been a part of in terms of, of creativity. It was, it was really a true yeah. collaboration. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. I want to jump back, though, because you said something that caught me. And I just want you to kind of put a little put a little more sauce on it, basically. Um, as accomplished as you were by the time you came to the principles, um, the amount of things you have done and all of that, you say you were still hesitant to ask. But for mm-hmm. some reason, you pushed through. Did, you know, as you said, wisdom kind of kept going. Kind of explain to me what uh, uh, insecure thought in your mind goes like or process through for you to say, oh, yeah, it's in there. But you went on through it and was able to walk into such a beautiful experience afterwards. Well, I guess two things. I mean, accomplished as I was in the business world, there, there would have been not a lot of things that I wouldn't ask from that perspective. But I was new and I knew I was new in, into the principles But one thing I can say about myself that's always been true is I've trusted that wisdom always. Mm. Of course, I've made mistakes and not trusted at certain points, but I've always had this um, sense that something was guiding me towards um, the next thing that I needed to do. Uh, It's been been this kind of just inner sense of a movement towards something, and I've trusted that always. So when this came again, it's like, no, trust that. I'm, you know, ask him. So even though my little my little mind was going, no, you can't possibly ask him. You know, he's a guru in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just something inside of me said, ask, and I did. So. Oh yeah, we and we are so happy you asked because we get to reap the benefits of of such a beautiful project. Oh man. Um, and, and now the book is out in nine languages and the 10th is, is on its way. The, the 10th language will be um, Swedish, but it's out in Italian and Spanish and German and Norwegian and Danish and Hebrew and Portuguese. I'm probably forgetting something, but um, nine languages right now. So it's wonderful. Wow. I, I think I did say global ambassador at the beginning. I, I can't remember, but I, you do you remember? I did, okay, okay. I just want to make sure. That is, that's amazing. Okay, well, okay, well, I mean, I'm sitting here like, whoa, when was it? This that you're doing, like the, the community building, the, the stuff like that, when did that become as clear as I'm seeing? And maybe it may not be for the audio people won't understand, but when did it become as clear as I'm seeing it come out of you as? Like that you knew you were going to go about being a global ambassador of this this message? I've known that I would be a global ambassador since I was a teenager. It was very clear to me that I would travel around the world and teach something. I just didn't know what it was. Ah. So that had to unfold as I was growing up and and became an adult and and going into my 30s. And and then in my 40s, when I met this, then I knew 
I'd already been teaching around the world in, in, in other areas. So I was already traveling. But um, it's funny because I was listening to myself from a conference just the other day. It was a conference I did five years ago in Helsinki. And I was listening to that 30-minute talk. And I was thinking to myself, it's so funny. I pretty much say the same thing today, but with much greater clarity because I've seen deeper levels of that truth. And yeah. then it stops. I, I'll probably be able to listen to myself in five years and kind of laugh at, at any talks that I'm doing at the moment and going, wow, that was how I was seeing it then. Now I see it even deeper. But the truth is the truth and it's always the truth. It's just the, the, um, the clarity with which you see that truth that keeps deepening. Yeah, I think I, I now have put you in a, a, there's a group of people that I, I am just, I use this as a source of inspiration and motivation about staying true to myself. And what I mean by that is when, when Dr. Roger Mills heard about the principles, he was already a social worker. And then it just put him in a mold where he did something amazing with social work as a result of walking into this understanding. The same with George Pransky, he was a psychologist. You were, you were doing this already. And then when it became, you really woke up to, in a sense, or were um, enlightened by how the human experience worked, then it just became, oh, I'm taking it to a whole nother level now. Even with Michael as a coach, Michael's been a coach since 96, I think, 92 or 96. And he came into the principles, you know, later in the 2000s, he was already doing it. And I was thinking about that the other day going, I have been neutralizing threats and helping people missions come to success my whole life. Whether it's been through sports or the military. And it was like, that's what I'm going to do. You know, through the hosting, through the, I mean, I love coaching, but I don't have to do that as a form of, of, of spreading this understanding and being effective with waking people up to the ability to have an amazing life. Um, and so that's kind of like the, the lane I'm in is like, well, well, I'm watching people who heard this in a space take it and just exponentially increase their lives. I think that's what I want to do. Stay true to myself and do and do that. So just thank you um, for that. That's long, long set of flowers for you. In a sense, but thank you just for being true to yourself and knowing at such an early age, this is what you was going to do. Just to know. Um, what it was, and then stay in the course of it, and then doing it. Like, that's super cool. Natasha, we're at the point where the community's gotten to know you a little bit. Uh, if they anything like me, we've all fell in love right now. And so it's just kind of like prime ears and open. And, and this part is whatever it is that you want to say to the community. And you'll be the last four to stay here, but I just, I really uh, appreciate man, uh, this time and this stuff that you're doing. Um, and yeah, I'll just shut up and listen now. <laughs> well, I just want to, to say, you know, stay in the conversation. I know it's, it's, uh, it's something that Michael always says, but I, I really, really agree with that. Speak to other people about it. Keep, continue to, to study Sydney Banks um, and lots of other wonderful teachers. Um, I'm just, completely in awe of so many of the people out there that continue to put out uh, really inspiring stuff. I, I never tire of, of reading and, and, and watching videos, but, but most of all, I, I noticed for myself that talking to people about it, sharing what I see, hearing what they see 
really, we both grow from that. So any way that you can share this with other people and, and, and form a community wherever you are, across any country or culture, just, just do it, just stay in this conversation. That's really the important thing. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.